What's up, everybody? How are you doing tonight? It's your girl, No Mercy, here. It is Tuesday night, so you definitely already know what time it is. It's time for No Punches Pulled with me, No Mercy. Some of you may know who I am, but for those of you that are new and are not familiar with me, my name is Brooke Millbrook, formerly known in the fight business as Brooke No Mercy Deardorf. I am a retired professional boxer. I held the WBC lightweight title until I retired, and I was inducted into the International Women's Boxing Hall of Fame in 2022 last year. Um, I've been through some good, some bad, and of course, a lot of BS in the sport of women's boxing. Welcome to my platform. This is where we talk the talk and walk the walk. We're going to bring out the truth behind the scenes in women's boxing. You're going to hear from pioneers of the sport, past boxers, current boxers, even future boxers. We're going to get down and dirty, speaking the truth of what takes place in women's boxing. You don't want to miss a single show. So please make sure that you like, subscribe, and you share it with everybody else. Spread the word so you don't want to miss a show every Tuesday night here with me. But today we got a special one in the building, y'all. Today we have up-and-coming professional boxer Destiny Day Owens, a.k.a. Lady Tyson, in the house. Destiny started boxing at the age of 19, competing as an amateur, accumulating a record of 15 and 1, y'all. She won the Golden Gloves three times before deciding to turn pro in 2019. And so far, y'all, in her pro career, she has seven wins, no losses, four knockouts, um, fighting in the super lightweight division, y'all. Please help me welcome Destiny to the show. What's up? How you doing? Did you like the introduction? Was that good? Was that good? That was good. That sums it up. All right, good. We did good. Um, so how you been? How you doing? Thanks for coming on the show tonight. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. I've been doing great. Just training and um trying to stay focused. That's it. I got you. Been there, done that. Totally understand that. Trying to stay focused and uh, keep your mind on the keep your mind on the prize, right? Mm -hmm. Got you, got you. Um, so to start us off, we always kind of like rewind a little bit. Take us back to the beginning. Tell us a little bit about your childhood, where you grew up, and how you grew up, and how you just became destiny. Uh, it's crazy from the beginning. Um, well, first of all, I'm from Baltimore City, from Park Heights area. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I was born in White Lock though, but um, yeah. It it was just like I was just outside. I was running around. This is my brother right here. I was running around with with my older bros, um, my friends, everybody. I was outside with the boys though, so it's like we was just in the rough stuff, like just just doing whatever. I was even out there playing football with them. They showed me how to throw football and everything. Um, so. Boxing was just around. Boxing was natural for me. Um, everybody in my neighborhood would just put gloves on and go outside and box. Not, you know, it wasn't like technical yeah. and all that, but everybody would just do it. So it wasn't like something I wasn't accustomed to. And and then I had a temper on top of that. Everything else, I had a bad temper. I was I'm still to this day, I'm cool as a as a fan, but like you're gonna be mad. Yeah, so sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so. Um, that's where it started. Off. I had a temper, so I would fight easy. 
And my mom, I got my mom right here. Hey. I don't know if you see her on the camera, but um, I, got yeah. okay. I got my mom and my dad would just try to figure out stuff. He didn't live with me though, so he'll just get reports. She'll call him up, tell him on me all the time. And um, he'll try to figure oh, something out. Oh, gotta tell dad. Yeah, she called him one time and has my toys and things confiscated. I'm just like, man. <laughs> Sounds so, familiar. My dad was an over-the-road truck driver, so he was only home on the weekends. So yeah, that was like the longest week. Yeah. Well, I know yeah. that. But he, was, he was a coach bus driver though. So I guess it's similar. He he used to drive everywhere. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I know though. When the, when mom calls dad, oh man, it's a less yeah, a long yeah, way. Because he the one that come with everything. He the one that don't play. Like I was daddy's girl for real. So he uh yeah, when she'll get on the phone with him, I just be like, I gotta I gotta chill out or something going the house. But it was something I couldn't even stop. I couldn't even control about myself. Just I just get mad though. People, I don't know how or why, but they'll take me there. I was fighting when I was little. I was just fighting though. I don't know. And in school, it went to school too and everything. Cause we had like situations where I would just I would just be in situations from home and I would take it to school and be mad and not care about what they were telling me. Telling me I would get suspended and I'd be like, go ahead and send me home, I don't care. And, but I obviously I got out of that type of stuff, but um, that's when I guess somebody suggested boxing. It was somebody at my high school that suggested boxing. It was like, why you never box? You don't box or nothing like that, wrestling or something. I'm like, no. So they tried real hard to get me on the wrestling team, but I wasn't feeling it. I didn't really want to do it. I wanted to fight. Like I said, in my growing up, we was throwing hands. So I didn't really want to wrestle. And um uh with a, the year after high school, that's when I started actually boxing and um yeah. found a trainer and stuff. It's more yeah. to it's way more to it, but I'm not gonna go too far into it. I got I fell in love with the sport before I started though. Got you, got you. Yeah, I mean, similar, kind of similar backgrounds. I have two older brothers, so and I was the only girl youngest. Um, so yeah, I was always just trying to do whatever they were doing. But you didn't play any sports though in school, though, right? Nope. Which None. is very surprising to me that you're not athletic all around. That's what I'm saying. Everybody would say that I would be outside. Um, I never I mean, you did stuff, but you just game. didn't like compete in it. Yeah, I know how to play basketball. Um, no, nah, I never was. I never played sports. Got you, got you. No. Um, so you did. Obviously, you said you did a lot of fighting. I think I only got into a handful of fights in school, and they were always with boys because the girls just didn't mess with me. I didn't have no problem. <laughs> <laughs> same. Yep. The same situation. It was always some boy. Yeah, I think the two or three times I got in fights <laughs> in high school, they were always boys. Yeah. With me. Um, but I kind of got lucky because I was the girl they got in trouble and I didn't, so it kind of worked yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. you're not lying because you just come outside, you might even walk to the store, and then something gonna happen, something gonna yeah. happen depending yeah. on yeah. who you are and who you the are. The girls didn't, um, I didn't ever really have girls mess with me though, I, so I, I don't know. No, no, I had they, they wanted to try to jump on me, I oh, wanted to try to jump you. Yeah, I want every fight that was one on one until somebody just didn't like it or something. Their cousin just got to help them or somebody just got to help. Yeah. Them. Like, but I get on them too. 
I that's what they do nowadays. I know my daughter, my oldest daughter is 19. And, uh, <laughs> the couple times she almost got in fights, they was like a, a mob of them, like trying to jump her. I showed up at yeah. one of them. I said, oh, no, we're not doing this today. We're right. going to do it fair and square or we're not going to do it at all. Exactly. Well, I'll be here to uh, commentate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Make sure this is fair. Um, yeah, they, they, they don't want to play fair anymore. That's for darn sure. I know that. Right, don't play fair. Um, so like you said, you did become pretty interested in boxing at like the age of 17 from what I have researched and found out, but you started training seriously, like seriously training at age 19. Um, what made it you just, you said just people at school talking about boxing is kind of were in street, you know, street fighting or whatever kind of led you to the gym. Yeah, that and I guess my dad telling me to figure out what I want to do with myself to yeah. stay out of trouble. Yeah, and something to keep you out, keep you out of trouble. Yeah, I don't know how I, I really just came across this. Well, I figured since she liked to fight a lot and she had a lot of energy, you might as well go like, hit something without yeah, it. All right. All right bottled up energy she, she I figured she had to figure out some kind of way to, to let it out so yeah. I, I was one of the people that encouraged her well then why don't you box or something you yeah. know let it out that way yeah that way you can let it out and you don't get in trouble you can beat right. them up right that's the point there yeah. you go you can beat them up legally and then go yeah. home and right. take it to the ring you know yeah no. take it to the ring that's right and then if you want somebody want to fight let's say meet me meet me at the gym Right. Yeah. Gym, right. I got a I got a song like that that says pretty much something like that. I used to rap too and just all kind of um I used to make all kind of songs and, and nonsense like that while I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with myself. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um so I know there was there's two gyms locally. Where did you start out at? What gym did you start at? There's a lot of gyms here. We um I started at Lock Raven boxing. I still. You uh, you was down Umar. Oh well, see, yeah, I was down Umar at first, but I don't really count that as my stuck because, like, Co Coach Marvin and all them, Coach D, like, they'll just be like, I was cool with all them. This Umar is our other, like, gym that's in the city. So, uh, what is it? I know everybody up there. They. They kind of, I feel like they could have said they started me, but I didn't actually learn nothing. I just was hanging out there. That's why okay. I told you, like, before I turned 19, I was actually just around. Hanging and, out at the gym. Yeah. Exactly. I okay. learned how to hit the speed bag up there and everything. But Lock Raven is where uh, the first time I sparred, the first time everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got you. Because um, I know, like, back in my day, a lot of the gyms, didn't welcome females. They didn't want the females around. They didn't want them training. They didn't want to coach them. They didn't take them seriously. Mm -hmm. um, right. Is that changed at all, or did you still experience those issues? No, I definitely went through that at my um, my first gym. They didn't treat me like that at Umar, though. But first gym, they uh, they just said save my money, and um, <laughs> they was like, "I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna take your money and now you wasted this and that." So I'm like. All right. And then you had people in there supposed to be trainers and all this different stuff, wanting to date and all that. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. have time for that. I'm just showing up to be professional. So, 
Yeah. I just had to focus. I just had to stay focused. Tunnel vision, know all the nonsense. And yeah, but I've seen it a lot, not just at that gym too. Just coming up, I've seen it a lot with other females and with myself. With yeah, it's different. I know it was, yeah. I mean, I didn't experience a ton of those issues. I mean, I the only thing that I really experienced was the the one main coach that I was with for the long for before I my husband took over and I just was with me and him and we just did it ourselves because there was just mm-hmm. issues. But um the only thing I really noticed was that they always fighters that were competing too. So they most of their time went to them and I just got the leftovers. That was like my mm-hmm. biggest issues a lot of the times at different gyms. Um, I never really experienced anyone being like, no, I don't want you here. Get out. Um, but I always, <laughs> I did always spar with the guys and then they always went like balls to the wall. Cause they don't want to get embarrassed by a female difference. That's crazy. That. It was, uh-huh. I had, it went both ways with me. Like half the guys, they'll be like, all right, I'm not going to spar her. She's a female and mm-hmm. I would feel disrespected. So it would be crazy. Like I would, I would have to overdo whatever I was already going to do so that I could really make a statement and show you people like, don't just dismiss me. Like I'm not even worth the work. Right. But, but the other guys who, who actually did turn up and stuff like that, I love them to this day. Like I'm, I'm still cool with all the people that I first yeah. came in the grand and was around with aspiring with because like they didn't treat me different. They actually yeah. wanted me to learn. So I respect yeah. that. Yeah, I know. Um, I I think my worst. I and I still to this day say my worst fights were in the gym sparring with the mm-hmm. guy with some of the guys because say that. I say that a I lot. Mean, it was like wars. I mean, I had my nose broke. I would break there. Like we both would break each other's. No, I mean it was like war. It when mm-hmm. I went to the first very first gym I started at was like a, a pure Mexican gym, like hardcore. And you know how mm-hmm. they train. I mean, they just train punch, 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 like nonstop. It took me a while yeah. to get my stamina up in there to be able to hang with them because I would get tired. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we had some wars in there, that's for sure. I always said those were my toughest fights was sparring at the gym with some of those Mexican guys because, man, they can keep going all day. <laughs> they that can just go forever. Crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I've literally say this all the time to people that um, that all the sparring wars was pretty much harder than all my fights. Yeah, even in the pros, that's the crazy thing. Like yeah. all, all the sparring that I've had is way harder I, sometimes. Like yeah, it's way harder. It's just way yeah. longer rounds. Especially when you don't have females. Huh? Especially mm-hmm. when you can't spar with any females. Exactly. Right. If you got no females in the area, they got some top amateur males or some some pro males that uh that'll get you right. Yeah. When you mostly spar with men anyway, the girls were scared to spar with you. <laughs> Now all of them wasn't scared. It's was just like um, a lot of them. I guess the ones in our area we weren't in the right locations or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I did spot a lot of males. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean that's typical, and that's across <laughs> the board. I think for most women. I mean, unless you're in a a huge gym that's got a lot of female and male competitive fighters, you're really not going to get a lot of female sparring unless you're just in that type type of gym area like New York or somewhere where there's a lot of female fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't have, I think, actually, I don't know that I had any females my size at all. I, there was only a handful of girls there and they were all smaller or way bigger. Wow. And the smaller ones I couldn't spar with because I was too powerful for the small ones. I did spar mm-hmm. with some of the bigger ones, but um, 
There was a few. There was a few decent ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's hit or miss if you get them, really. Mm -hmm. Right. The guys. Um, so then um, you did start competing in the amateurs, um, and you controversially lost your first fight. Um, I don't think it affected you at all. <laughs> they stole that. I'm sorry. I have to be honest. They stole that. Uh, it's only because she's just starting out and she, they didn't know who she was yet. But they stole that. Because yeah. she knocked that girl down. And I don't understand to this day how you going to get knocked down and, and win the fight. She well, let me guess. Did they rule it a slip? Wow, did they rule it a slip? They did. They said it was a slip, but we had the videos and everything. It was, yeah, I had that happen. She yeah. knocked that girl out. I couldn't. <laughs> I had that happen in the pros, so I'm not surprised whatsoever when I've knocked people down and they call it a slip because mm, you're fighting right. at home or whatever. Yeah, or they're the name. I was always the um, I was always the B side. I was always the opponent traveling to wherever, fighting whoever the top fighters were. So yeah, right. I know how that goes. I know how that goes. Been there. Okay, yeah, yeah. They be they definitely be cheating. Um, mm -hmm. cause I go to a lot of fights too. Now that I'm a pro, uh, I go to a lot of fights sometimes with like fighters. Cause I'm a trainer too. The way they be on B side, and I just see all the games that they'll be playing. Like they'll literally have the person half their hand will be unwrapped, and they'll have the wrap person run out run out the room and leave them just sitting there. And then the next thing you know, they called them up in the ring. Like yeah. they can't even warm up. So I yeah. just, I see how good that is. Yeah. Lots of, lots of dirty sides of boxing. People just don't know, but um, you know, we talk about it here, but regardless of that, it didn't affect you at all. It didn't affect your career at all. And after that, in the amateurs, yeah. you went 15 straight victories, uh, winning the golden glove three times, three time golden glove champion. Um, yep. Tell everyone how it win the first golden gloves the first one was with my first trainer right before he well no this one right before he passed away this was he got sick with cancer and then passed away a little later so it meant a lot to me that he actually was there for that yeah he wasn't there for nothing else i'm like dang um my whole team was there actually i was the only one that actually won though so it felt really good i'm like all right I guess this is where I belong. Um, that that loss didn't do nothing really. It made me go harder in the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's very special. Yeah, that you got to experience that with yeah, him, with the whole team. Um, and then you had to represent. Like somebody had to do it, right? So it might as well have been representing the gym with the victory. Yeah. And one of them people that lost, they was one of the guys that said they weren't going to spot me too. So I was just like, all right. Okay. Well, he, he already knew the business. He already knew what was going to happen. <laughs> if he lost against a dude, he, I mean, come on now. I don't they can know talk to talk, but he can't walk the walk, apparently. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Can't back it up. That's why he didn't want to start. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, that's got, we got somewhat cool though after that though. After we sparred a good amount of times, he actually saw I wasn't going nowhere. That's when he actually was like, "Okay, I like her." Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really had any real problems with anybody from the gym. I mean, sometimes it kind of starts out that way, but usually, I mean, you guys are everybody at the gym is like really ideally going for the same goals. So usually, you can kind of work it out where you're cordial at least. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, 
every other gym I've been around to. Well, actually, I've been at all the gyms in our city because my gym uh, didn't have a big boxing ring. So we just move around there where the gym that I, I was just at, like literally just now, not um, my first gym. But um, from what I see, all the gyms just, uh, they, like, if they're immature here, like, I, I don't want to say nobody in particular, but a lot of the fighters and the trainers focused on the wrong things, like gossiping and stuff. I like to be focused when I'm in the gym and I like yeah. to focus on learning something new. What are we doing today? Or what's the plan, the goal for this camp or just whatever's going on. My last gym, they were good for that. When you come in there, it's a family and it's boxing and that's just all it is. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, no big mess going on. Yeah, straight to the point. Yeah. So, I mean, are you looking for, you're still looking for like a home gym now, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot going on and stuff. I might even be relocating, so I'm not 100% sure how I want to do it. But right now, it's like I'm welcome everywhere. So I just, yeah, I'm figuring it out right now. Yeah, I mean, right now at the, this point in your career, I mean, there's, a, I'm sure there's tons of trainers all over that would be happy to work with you and that don't have those issues. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of deciding where you want to go. There's gyms everywhere. Yeah, um, it's stuff. It's messed up too because um, I don't even just look at the gym. It's just, just all business. So I've really got to know that you're for me if I bring you on as part of my team yeah absolutely yeah yeah you'll definitely want to do like some trial and error there because you got to get to know them you got to get to know if you can trust them if they're really looking out for your best interests um that which is exactly why like for me um i started out at, at the jesse torres gym uh, i'm from illinois originally i live in tennessee now but um so i fought out of chicago um, the first gym I started out, he was good, but he only did amateurs. He didn't do pros. So once I decided to turn pro, um, I went to Windy City Gym. Oh, no. Big no. Messing up. He was all over the place. Like, um, oh, I got you back. I got you back. So from there, um, I went to Windy City Gym, which is a well-known gym, the original Windy City Gym, like when it was like the original one, not the one it is now today. Um, and I worked with him. So, but after like after my first couple of fights, he was he wanted to take me on a different path. Like I I felt like I wasn't excelling fast enough mm. for what I wanted to accomplish. Um, I already had a kid at the time, so like she grew up in the gym, my youngest. Um, and I just didn't want to do it forever. Like I wanted more kids. Um, so I wanted to go faster than the pace that we were going. So after like, I think I had like four fights with him. Um, and there was a couple, like a bunch of fights that were coming in and he was like, no, like we don't want to take that type of fight yet. Like we're not up there yet. Let's build your record. And I'm like, I don't care about, I really don't care about my record. Like I want to fight the best. That's like what I'm here for. Um, so uh, we kind of, and it was an hour drive for me to get to the gym. And I was, it was to the point where I was doing all the work at home with my husband doing pad work and mitt work. And, and we were doing the whole training and I would literally just go to the gym for one day a week for sparring. 
So, yeah. you know, and then you got to pay a part of your purse. You know how that goes. You got to pay them a percentage. Um, so yeah. it was the point where my husband was such a good coach that he got his license, his coach's license. And we're like, you know what, we'll just do it on our own. But there's downfalls to that because it was just me and him managing like he was in the managing side of it, like trying to do the negotiations. Plus we were training. So, I mean, it's give and take really, but it worked out best because I mean, I took, I took the fights that I wanted to take. Like I could speak for myself, like, yep, I'm taking that one. And actually I, don't, I didn't turn down any of them, to be honest with you. Um, after I fought me in St. John the first time, it was literally top five fighters after that. And I fought all of them just cause I wanted to fight the best. Um, but the downfall to that is I was traveling, like I was always the opponent being brought in. So obviously I wasn't making any money and obviously less than them. Cause I was the opponent get screwed a lot. Yeah. Uh, the service messing up again. Yeah. Feliciano, are you guys Nidia? There you are. Yeah. Okay. Nidia is in the house. How are you, champ? Mm -hmm. um, I interviewed her a few weeks ago. She says, hey, what's up? Basically. Uh -huh. okay. um, so yeah, but um, so yeah, you just gotta be careful though who who you go with and who you trust um, because really you're putting your life in their hands at that point because um, they're making you know so you gotta be able to trust them to make the right decisions for you but you also want to have somebody that'll give you a say. Yeah, you know, exactly. Speak to they're not just like not telling you about fights coming in or not telling you about calls coming in. Like, Hey, we got offered this. What do you think? I mean, there will be coaches that won't even tell you. They'll just be like, Nope, Nope. We don't want that one. And they won't even say anything. Yeah. You just, you gotta be careful. What's up, Angie. How are you champ? Um, can you can see the comments over there too? I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, they're just saying, Hey, but okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they just said, Hey ladies, and hello. Oh, hey. um, so yeah, that's my only advice to you as far as that goes is just do your research on the coaches, do your research on who they're training, talk to some of the girls, if they're fight, if they're training girls, talk to the girls, ask them how their experience is, um, if they're true to females and not just males, um, mm -hmm. if they're going to look out for your best interest and lead you on the right path for your career. And if, and at the pace you want to lead it, um, which is Kind of why because i had title fight offers coming in and they you know he didn't want to take that path yet which had i not taken that path and stayed with him i probably would have had undefeated record probably mm -hmm. would have because he i would i would have played it safe at that point no, I, I didn't want that reputation i didn't want a paper <laughs> i didn't want a paper record we'll just put it that way um yeah. so I mean, he probably he probably saying that one way but y'all gotta be able to meet in the middle somewhere. That's the biggest thing. That's the problem. Like, I mean, all just work with different people. Y'all, y'all got you gotta have the mind, the mental stuff aligned before everything else. Y'all can do the pads all day, y'all can do all this other stuff all day. But if y'all don't agree when it comes down to certain stuff, whether either if you got a manager or not, if you, him and the manager don't agree, or you and him just don't agree, but him and the manager agree, so they make a decision on your behalf, it just go wrong. You just go ahead. Yeah. yeah. And um, definitely make sure if you do sign with anybody, you read the fine print and you read absolutely everything in it. Have a lawyer look it over. 
I mean, I'm just telling you from experience, uh, make sure you read everything and you make a lawyer read it with a fine tooth comb to make yep. sure they're not screwing you because it happens every day, male and female. That's across the board. That's just not right. what I'm um, Nidia Feliciano comes in and says females have to be careful who really wants the best for your career. Some coaches only want the money. Some wants what's best for you. I totally agree. 100%. 100%. Um, so back to the gloves, though. How many times did you have to fight in the gloves um, for the before you got to the championship? Uh, two times in the second one, in the third one, and the first one one time. Cause I was still, I was still what, a novice on the first one. Okay, I got you, got you. I'm just like, cause I fought at the Chicago Golden Gloves and then the the Nationals before I turned pro. Um, and I think the most times I had to fight was three. Yeah. Three. Times. I don't mean a bunch of women. All I know, they told me what it was. I came back for the second one after the first, after my second Golden Gloves, the second fight I came back and they just said. That one, that one. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes the sometimes there's a lot of fighters and sometimes there's not. So, I mean, it is what it is. I know for me personally, after my last nationals, um, I went in at the featherweight division. We waited till the end to sign up because my coach knew like there was a lot of people that didn't want to fight me. So he's like, we're going to wait till the last day to sign you up. That's so we signed up. <laughs> and then the next day, Everybody had either moved up in weight or down in weight to weight class. Mm. So that's when I decided it was time to go pro. Yeah, because I didn't have nobody to fight. Oh, no. I was like, all righty then. Well, if this is how it's going to be, we might as well go pro. So that was like my turning point in me deciding it was time to go pro. Um, <laughs> what made you decide it was time to go ahead and go pro? That is sad what you just told me. It's but the truth. I'm not even lying. I'm <laughs> serious. Literally, we went the last day to sign up, and I was fighting at 125, and it was full. There was like 10 girls fighting. And yeah. literally the next day when it was day to fight, they either moved up to one, 138 or down to like, what was it, 119 or something. So I, yeah. I, did, I won by walkover my very last one. So I'm like, yep, we're done. It's time to go pro. Like, I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. I'm not going to go through all this training and then not fight. Like, no. Right. Been through that so many times. Oh, my goodness. So what was um, what was your turning point in deciding to turn pro? Was it just lack of competition or you just um, felt like it was time? My team felt like it was time. Everybody said that I just already had a pro style and the same thing was going on. Like I couldn't, I had a job already. I had a, um, a warehouse job and I already had two kids when I started boxing. So, um, it was like, I can't just take off and go to all these tournaments real fast and go to this and go to that and whatever. Like I had to work around my life schedule, even though I was wanting boxing to be, the center of my life, but I had other stuff. I had responsibilities that already. A lot of people don't have that starting out. So yeah. well, I did. So like, I don't. Yeah. So it was like, all right, I'm gonna fight every couple of months or fight every whenever they could get me a fight and keep working, working, working and doing this and that, and then the fight pull out. 
like as an amateur, that's a lot of wasted time still. Like, I mean, it's a lot of hard work to not go Yeah, to not go pro or nothing. I, so it was, it came to a point that I was just like, all right, it's time for me to start actually chasing this dream of getting this world title. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. just what it was. I started late, so I, um, I just, just wanted to play catch up. And I had a lot of problems with like trainers, I guess you want to say, and people along the way. So I I don't know. By the time I got with my gym, though, my gym that I was just with, it was just uh, the right time, the right gym, and and that's what they just told me I was going to turn pro. Um, Makes sense. My guy Michael Orr, he has um he does lots of shows on Talk and Fight, so he has lots of podcasts on here as well. He says, um, we said hey to me, and he said, What's up, Lady Tyson? Um, so yes, you turned pro in 2019 and you fought two times that year before a what I would assume was a three-year layoff. Um, was the layoff due to like COVID or no. was it problems in the gym or why? Life, right. the it, was, it was not just that. It was just too much all at one time. It was mainly management though. Like we could not get our heads together. Like I was explaining me and my managers, me and managers I wanted to bring on and other people, other advisors just it was a mess. It was, it's been a mess for like four years or maybe even longer than that. Um, it was just a mess and it just only recently cleared up so I can fight again. Okay. Which thus I would assume is why you're looking for a new team. (laughs) I have partners, I have partners, um, on the business side right now, but as far as my gym, it's all, it was all tied together with my old yeah. situation, like the management and all that stuff. So I would like that part to be separate nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. A separate manager, sep- like everybody's separate, not all in the same location. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, you. I feel you. Um, and do keep in mind, you do not have to have all of the above. Mm-hmm. Like if you get yourself a really, really good promoter or a really, really good manager, you do not have to have all of them. I mean, it's nice to have all of them once you're making the big money, but you got to remember, you got to pay all of them a percentage. Yeah. So um, I know like back in my day, the the most I ever made for, for that freaking belt that everybody wants up there in that corner in Mexico was $4,000. Four grand. And the guys make 40, 50 million for that belt. Um, what are you telling me? I was just telling my brother like how um, I, I feel as though even in my lifetime, it's going to be a lot better now. Like for the girls that's coming up behind me, it's going to be real good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's come a long way from when, you know, 10 years ago when I retired, it's come a long way, but, um, that's around the time I started there, but it's a lot better than $4,000. I can tell you, I'm sure. Fighting another country, you know, I mean, whatever, but yeah. Um, but I'm just saying you don't have to have until you get up there, you don't have to have a manager, a promoter, a trainer of, you know, a, a meal prep person. Like you don't have to have all of that. 
give it time, like, you know, build it as you, as you go. And I know a lot of people that I, I never did. Cause like I said, it was just me and my husband, but, um, I had a lot of managers want to work with me, but I just didn't feel like it was worth paying them. I didn't make enough money. So I'm like, I'm trying to keep what I had. <laughs> it was just like, I'm not making anything. Most of the time I wasn't even making money anyway. By the time you go to the fight and you're off work, cause I worked full, you know, I work full time. So by the time yeah. you go to the fight and you're off work, you really didn't make anything. Cause you just use that money to put back what you didn't make. Pay, for work. Your paycheck. Exactly. I know so, exactly what you're saying. Uh, yeah. So that was happening yeah. in the amateurs. Like if I was to take off and go somewhere like, yeah, it's, it's a lot, especially for women. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, Nydia says it's a lot of hard work and not having a fight in, the, oh, and not having a fight in the amateurs. That's annoying. Yeah, I know, right? I'm telling you, it sucked. That's why I went pro. Um, they they brought it back up. They brought one girl to a show and had a a, a whole second person there just in case they pulled out because it was a big show for me. Yeah, that well, that's a good idea. To be honest, that's really a good idea. They should do that all the time. I was gonna be mad if that one didn't happen. The girl ended up fighting though, so it worked out. All right, yeah. Um, Nydia Feliciano, she comes back. Is that's why I'm back? It's more recognition for the girls now and more money. Yeah, that's why I want to come out of retirement. No. Um, no, I've thought about it a lot the last couple of years, but I just had another baby too. He'll be two in June. Um, yeah. man. So now I got three, which grant granted one of them's grown up and out of the house. She's 19, but I still have an 11 year old and now a two year old. And I'm not as young as I once was. I feel like I'm young, but it would be a lot, <laughs> lot of work for me to get back in that kind of shape. And I just don't know have the time or the dedication for it with a baby now, like being 40, just, I'm, you know, I'm 41 I'm getting up there. Not that I couldn't do it, but yeah, I've thought about it a lot. I, a lot of people have asked me that and, if I could come back and just automatically go to a big fight, I would 100% do it. But yeah. the problem is I'd have to build myself all the way back up the ranks. So you're talking mm -hmm. like three, four fights before you even could maybe get a big name fight to get that big payday. That's like a year or two. And I'm just like, then I would be like 43 or 44. I'm like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I, I've been tempted. I, now that girls are starting to make the money, I've definitely been tempted. I've been tempted. Yes, I know. You, I, you Michael's Todd chimes in. I knew he would say something. You know, you still slump some of these women today. <laughs> I could beat all their asses, Michael. All out. I old school. I had to take him to school. No, there's a lot of girls that have come back from. From my era, there's a lot of girls coming out of retirement. Oh, um, I like that. When I see that, that makes me feel like I have plenty of time left. Yeah, you got, I know, Michael. You know, you know, you know, you you know, we're on the same page. You know, Michael. <laughs> and, now, and I've been tempted just because the girls that have like the undisputed in my weight and stuff, I'm like, that's cakewalk for me. That would be easy work. Easy, easy work. work. Um, I didn't get handed belts back in the day. These girls, some of these girls today get handed belts. Um, I'm sorry. I'm probably saying too much, but I'm just being honest. I mean, now I, you, no, no mercy. I'm just telling it like it is how I feel. The girls in my weight classes, undisputed. 
Man, what I would have is I would have would love to add all those belts to my hey, back wall. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> With that paycheck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Uh Nidia, so what's her background, her nationality? Just to be just curious. Um Destiny's out there slumming chumps too. Yes, she is, Michael. I know with four knockouts out of seven. Um, Nidia wants to know what your background, like what your net, net what your nationality is. Have me tongue tied. I'm just I'm just black from here, from uh I don't really know. I, I'm just just African American. Yeah. That's what I assumed. She Nidia is um Nidia. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you are mixed. You are, uh, she's Puerto Rican. I just interviewed her a few weeks ago. Uh, Puerto mm -hmm. Rican and Nidia, you, you had to tell me in the comments because I can't remember, but it's Puerto Rican and Gu Guatemalan? No. Tell me in the comments. I can't remember. That's probably why she asked. Um, but anyways. Well, we have mixed race in our family too. Well, my mom's saying we have mixed mm -hmm. races, but I don't know. Yeah. Dominican, that's it. Dominican. Yes. Okay. We, Puerto Rican yeah. and Dominican. She's Puerto Rican and Dominican. We and our family is Cherokee Indian, uh, European, and also African. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go, Nidia. There you go. There is the the family tree for you. Mm -hmm. Cause mom's here to fill us in. Cause I wouldn't know that answer either. I don't know. Yeah. I know I'm German and Italian, I believe. German and no, German and something else. Oh, okay. Destiny from Charm City. Was he from Charm City? That's what Michael said. Destiny from Charm City. I asked because I saw a Colombian flag on her Instagram. Oh, oh no! I just like them. I mess with them out there. So, um. Yeah, I'm gonna put a flag up for every country I fight in. Okay, there you go. That's what's up. I should do that. That's that's cool. I like that. Um, I, I should add that to like my background back here. Mm -hmm. Um, he said that's her, that's her background. Destiny's from Charm City. That's what he, that's what Michael Orr says. <laughs> um, all right, back to it. Back to it. So after the layoff, though. Uh, the three-year layoff. You did come back extra strong. You fought once in November, three times in December of 2022. Um, did you? Was that hard for you to fight four times back to back in a month, or was that like easy work? No, actually, I fought. Um, was I fought three times in December and then February. So it was three times back to back. Uh, I had a fight scheduled in November, but that was another one of those situations where you don't know what happened and the fights just don't come through. So um, after that, I was just like, I um, started working with new people and letting things fall into place like that. And I was like, I'm not taking my foot off the gas. Uh, I had another date offered to me for February and I didn't know what was the, I didn't know what exactly the day it was gonna fall on. But so at that point, I'm just like, you know, I don't even care. Like, uh, cause I know I always celebrate my birthday with Valentine's Day, cause my birthday is the day after Valentine's Day. So I always possibly try to take off or go somewhere, 
but like I know 21, 22, 23, you know that I was in the gym on my birthday. So um I was like, dang, this fight could possibly fall on my birthday, but I was just like, whatever, I don't even care. After December, um, I said, just 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 let me get the February fight then. And um it landed right directly on my birthday. Wow. So um just just fighting back to back felt good in general, but I'm serious about staying in the ring. I don't care what's going on. Or I'm not letting outside things keep me out of the ring either. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I, totally. Well, and the fast, the more experience you get, the more fights you get under your belt, the faster you can get to your goal. Exactly. And that's ideally what everybody's looking for is to get to their goal and it not take three, four years. That's initially like the big, the big thing. Um, but so far in 2023, you've had two fights winning both by knockout. Um, I did ask you before, so I already know the answer, but can you tell everybody um, if you have any upcoming fights scheduled? I have a fight coming up uh, next month, but I don't, I don't have my phone in front of me to get the date and all that, but no biggie. Um, yeah, I'll definitely be back in the ring uh, in a month. Okay. All right. Also, um, next month, make sure you guys tune in. Um, cause I said, so watch her, watch her fight. Um, so tell, I know you said you've kind of worked with a, a bunch of different trainers. Did you have, obviously I'm assuming the one that passed was your favorite trainer that you ever worked with so far. I won't say he's my favorite. He was like a, the best one, maybe he was a father figure. So father like, figure. Okay. yeah, I have, I had a lot of respect for him, but, uh, my last trainer, is the one I was with mainly my my whole amateur career, so I gotta give him his props. Okay, all right. Um, and I do know from uh, doing my reading and research, you did which one? I'm not sure which one it was because I, I didn't write it down. But you did work with Tank's first trainer. That was my last trainer. That was your last trainer. Okay. Um, yeah. And you guys have had a falling out now, obviously, but you guys <laughs> did have a good connection at the time. Yeah, he was uh, he's at my wedding and all this different kind of stuff. Um, I don't even want to get into that too much. Just you don't have to. You don't have to. Um, but I do know it's hard to find coaches that you get that click with. Um, so I mean, since you've experienced, you kind of know what to look for, which is a good thing. Yeah, that I'm now. Now I'm going into my next chapter of my career on a different wave. Like at first, back then when I was first turning pro and everything, I was kind of more thinking like, uh, kind of like a kid still a little bit back then. Like I was just completely like not knowing what was really going on. I didn't know too much about the business. Yeah. I didn't know I had even options for certain stuff. Like it was a lot going on. Yeah, so, you'll learn every every day. Something yeah. Different. I'm not, I'm not letting nothing like, mess me up now though what's up james uh they maybe you know them they said neil the deal here great show i appreciate you thank you for saying that maybe they came from your page or else they're new here thank you for joining either way i appreciate you um so i know obviously everybody knows we talked about it before we talked about tanks um is from the same area as you have you had the pleasure of training or meeting with tank at all I met him a well, I've been around him a few times. 
just out at fights. He's always at uh, little shows. Well, he used to be. You know, I don't think he come out as much now, but I, I've seen him and spoke a good amount of times. We're from the same area. We, we write up on every gym, everywhere. Same circles. Yeah, we're in the same circles, but we've never been in the same camp, actually. Got you. Got you. Um, I don't know. He seems pretty down to earth and pretty cool to me. Oh, you and know. Then, I then know sometimes they I, put on a show, like so. You never really know unless you actually meet them. Yeah. When I first, I think the first time I actually was introduced, though, this was um, like around. I don't even remember what year it was. It was probably like five years ago, though. He had uh, he had just got those teeth. Whatever the, those veneers, because I remember my coach walked up and he was like, um, he was like, what you got your teeth done or something like that? He just smiled. <laughs> so all in white, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so we talked about it beforehand a little bit, but we got to talk about the Tank Garcia fight. Um, it went exactly how I predicted and told everybody that it would go, not past mm -hmm. eight, Tank by knockout. Um, mm -hmm. What did you think of the fight? Yeah, it was a good fight while it lasted. It was entertaining, but I just clearly knew that Brian wasn't going to last the whole 12 rounds. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what round, but I definitely knew. Only thing that shocked me was that I thought that uh, he possibly would have did a little better than Rolly. Because yeah. his background and experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I actually expected a little bit more action for mm -hmm. the short, I knew it wasn't going to go long, um, but like we talked about the buildup of it all, I felt like Garcia was like literally going to like give it everything he like had, I, which maybe he did. I don't know. Uh, I felt like he could have gave a little bit more and he started off a little bit quicker, but that was a mistake. Oh, no. he, got put on his, put on his butt, like, but. he got, when he got hit, it was like, he never been hit like that before in his life. Yeah. Something. I mean, he's been dropped before, <laughs> he, but not that punch i didn't believe what he said when he said that campbell hit him harder because he yeah, got didn't say that campbell didn't make him quit honestly no so I no no he didn't um and you yeah you knew that kidney shot was perfectly i mean they showed it on the replay look at that it was like a perfectly timed it was snuck right in there too the delayed reaction like a lot of people were saying oh well mm -hmm. how it works um delayed reaction uh if you knew anything about you know, hitting the body then you'll know you know that's what happens it's not instantaneously it takes one or two seconds before it hits you and takes the wind out of you it's like getting mm -hmm. the wind knocked out of you it's the same thing it's not instant like as soon as it hits um because mm -hmm. i know a lot of people were like oh yeah but it it took them like two three seconds to go down well that clearly you've never been in the ring and took a body shot because uh that's how it works mm -hmm. <laughs> um but yeah um, I guess entertaining for what it was. Um, I just feel like he wasn't ready for ten. He wasn't. He's not on that level yet. He's not there yet. Um, he definitely needs some more experience. Yeah. Um, are there any fighters today um, in your era that you want to call out while you're on the show? <laughs> in my era. Well, who you want? Is there any fighters you want to call out? I want. I'm. I'm not going to. Uh... I'm not even gonna fight them soon. 
because I got to work my way up. But the only people I care about is the champions. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, you got to you're you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're not too far off from there. You got seven under your belt. Not too far off. Yeah. Um, who are you looking forward to most um, fighting? Um, like, I mean, the champs out of the champs now. Like, who is that one fight? You're like, yeah, that's that's that one excites me. Like, I want for that. Some, for some reason, I wanted to fight Katie Taylor for a while now. But so since she's about to fight Cameron, it just is even better. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who's going to win that fight. But that was a fight that I just always uh, liked. I like that fight. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. That would be that would be an interesting fight. And um, yeah, Katie Taylor. Katie Taylor's a phenomenal, phenomenal fighter. I don't I still don't know to this day what happened with Serrano. Yeah. Um, I like that fight. They, they, you know, I, since you're like in the now of it all, like they just said she got an injury, but yet I've seen her at different PR events and um, <laughs> things and she looks fine. Have you heard like or read anywhere like what the injury was or like what? <laughs> I didn't hear anything. I don't know. I Actually, I should have been looking into some type of update because I was looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I I was looking forward like to watching that and then all of a sudden and actually, it was my husband was like, yeah, I just saw an article that Serrano's got an injury and they're replacing her with the camera fight. And I'm like, Ooh. really? Like, what was the injury? And I, to this day, I've still looked. No. I really get to see any, like, public statement or anything from her team or camp of what's wrong or how long she's out for or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of curious about that one. Make sure that one kind of boggles me i'm like a little that was something on my mind too like what when is the rescheduled date or something yeah like are they still gonna do it or when or how long is she off for or is she gonna fight in between now that she's fighting cameron like how long is she off what did she hurt like i i would really like to know <laughs> if anybody out there knows please tell me in the comments because i have yet to find anything on why she, why the fight didn't happen i mean i know it said injury but what injury and how long are we talking she's out for permanently or what because i haven't heard anything um but i have seen her at um events pictures of her at events and stuff and i, I don't know so i'm just curious <laughs> if you guys find out let me know because i would love to know send me a message if you find it send me the articles because i haven't been able to find them and i'm pretty uh i'm pretty good detective i kind of forgot about it i'm glad you brought that up now i need to yeah, if you well, if you find it, let me know. Send me it. So if you send me the info, if you figure it out, because I'm really yeah. eager to find out what's wrong. Um, so who, when in your upbringing or now that you're involved in women's boxing and all of that, who would you consider your female role models or idols or people you looked up to in the sport from the past? Did they have to be current fighters? Past fighters, like fighters before your era. Oh, okay. People uh, like I, you looked up to or role models or. People that you were inspired by. All day, I will. Um, her style, everything about her just remind me of myself. So yeah, just totally even the way they train, the old school stuff. That's how my gym just was. We was like, uh, it's like a boot camp almost with boxing, but like the way she fight. That's how I want to fight when I'm like actually complete 
or whatever. When I'm, yeah. Yeah. Once you put it all together. Yeah. Um, Ann Wolf, 100% was definitely um, one of mine as well. She definitely old school, like like Rocky type. Mm -hmm. Like old school, old school. Mm -hmm. like, like the Rocky movies. Like, yeah. I just always say that because people are like, well, like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, did you watch Rocky? Like, <laughs> like that. Okay. Old school. Um, I want hardcore. Yeah. I will go down there and chop some wood, push some, some cars, whatever, whatever she's getting into. That's what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, <laughs> I'm still working on getting her on the show, but, um, yeah, I don't know if she hundred percent I know she was training people. I don't know. I think she just. I think she just said something about starting to train people again or something. Again, because yeah, I knew she had took a break. I know she's got um like a food business, like a food truck and stuff that they do yeah. now, and some other stuff. But yeah, she was a a, a fantastic trainer too. Like yeah, she, she trained really good guys and stuff. Like yeah, she's a phenomenal trainer as well. She don't. Yeah. She's like no bullshit. Like she's hardcore. I, um, I talked to I talked to Kirkland about it. He was telling me like, "You're not even come up there. If you're not ready to throw up type stuff or something." Man, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you think about training with Ann, you got you better you better have your big girl britches on and be ready. Yeah. <laughs> She's hardcore. She's hardcore. But no, That's what I was looking for though. This this was a little while ago though. That's what I was looking for. That's what I wanted bad. Like I had that at my gym, but it's like she's a female too. So I know that she understands certain stuff too. Yes. So I think yes. that would be great. Yeah. Um, yes. I always wanted um I always would have loved to have worked with like a, a retired female fighter like during my time. I just I mean I I did some sparring with Terry Blair. Um, I travel, we would travel and meet like in the middle. She was from Kentucky. I was from Illinois, like once or twice. Um, mm -hmm. and then I became, I'm very good friends with Chevelle Hallback. Um, I did some, she traveled with me actually to Mexico and cornered me for my fight in Mexico with Nate Campbell. Um, mm -hmm. because my husband couldn't go at the time because the kids and stuff. Um, but yeah, and I've sparred with her, but other than that, that's about it. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of good female trainers nowadays um retired fighters and stuff that are training people um I'm not I mean, they, exactly. they got, um lady ram out of florida yeah lady ram out of florida um i know yvonne reese and um she has a gym um and wolf i know trains people oh my god who else i'm trying to think um i know melissa hernandez was training people for a while i don't know if she still is she had come out of retirement i don't know if she's still fighting she hasn't fought in a little while, but she came out of retirement. Um, there's so many of them. I can't think of them right on the spot, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot of older generation people that are working with girls. Um, so I did speak on this a little bit earlier about money. Um, I did 4k was the most I ever made is the, I know you're just starting out. And obviously back then, like I made $600 a fight, like when I first started out or $800, I think was like an average. Um, but I, are you making a better, a little bit better money starting out nowadays, or is it still similar to like, say what I just said when I was fighting, I just want to see if it's kind of growing. It had to be growing. Cause the most I made, I don't get into the money too much, but the most I really made was like 2k right now. 
Okay. So, and that's and what the most you ever fought is six rounds so far, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty decent for yeah. Cause I think the most I ever mm -hmm. made back then was yeah, maybe like fifteen hundred for like yeah, a six good. rounder. And I would get like 2K for like an eight rounder, if I remember right. But so, yeah, it, at least it's getting a little bit better. Yeah. That was kind of like just to make sure it's kind of making little steps. Obviously, you're not going to make big money when you first start, but that mm -hmm. it's at least growing. So, I think it's definitely um, I think I had like fights that the ones that in between in 2019 that fell through. And then because that first year I fought, it was almost a year where I was in between them two fights. So it was fights in between that that my team was setting up where I was seeing the money, fifteen hundred, a thousand, two thousand, really, like all of it. And then some of it depends too. I don't know. I don't really know how they break down the money, but sometimes your team can add money and all that. Like so, my first fight, technically, technically was for twenty five hundred, but that wasn't all from the show. Somebody actually gave me a thousand on top of my purse. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like sponsors type things or whatever, or yeah, mm -hmm. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, Michael Orr chimes in and says, Destiny, can you describe the feeling you felt? We kind of talked about this, Michael, but maybe you weren't here. Um, can you describe the feeling you felt when you won your first Golden Gloves? And out of all three you have won, which one do you feel was your best win? The feeling I had when I won the first one was that well, the, the loss, I guess my first fight was a loss. So the loss made me feel like mad and like I just uh, had to turn up and everything. Yeah, exactly. It made me turn up, turn my ambition all the way up. So so when I won the Golden Gloves, I was like, all right, that was confirmation. Like, all right, you doing what you're supposed to do. You are uh, mm -hmm. on the right path and everything. Like, it's the first one that's going to be more. I, I said that that day that I was going to win more times. I was like, I'm going to win more times. I'm going to turn pro. I'm going to do all this stuff. That, I just, I guess that just kick-started. Yeah, uh, kick-started your focus. Yeah. Yeah, made you work hard. It always makes you work harder. That's yeah. for sure. Um, what else did he say? So, oh, oh, the other second question he asked was, out of the three you won, which one do you feel was your best win? My last, last the last tournament, um, the first fight, I stopped the girl. I don't know. It was just a lot of people from Baltimore there, so it just felt real good. Everybody saw that. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always good when you got people there and your your people can come. Yeah. Everybody was uh, going crazy. I was just walking. This I think this is kind of when stuff started picking up, too. I realized I didn't even notice I had fans and stuff it was like oh what is going on i'm walking to the bathroom everybody just jumping on me trying to take pictures and, and they're like what what they're like i'm gonna call the police on you just attack that girl or something like, well dang <laughs> i got you um michael says world champ 2024 yes sir yeah, that's right that's what's up by 24 sounds like a good year to me um, so, I mean, I know obviously what your overall goal is, but before retirement, like what's your ultimate goal? Is it just to be world champion? Um, are you looking for undisputed? Are you looking for multi weight division champ? Like what's your overall goal before you retire? 
Now, all right, so if I got to be honest and say my number one goal, I think that I'm looking at what Shell's doing. I like what she's doing. I might want to go for Undisputed three times. I started late, but I might. I, when, if you come back and, and people like Chevelle fighting and stuff like that, then I, I feel like I got plenty of time where I could do it. Yeah. Yeah, Chevelle's mm -hmm. still fighting. Yeah. Did you see her last fight when she got robbed? I saw her. Well, I didn't see the fight. I saw that she was fighting, and I knew she was scheduled on a show. I was supposed to fight on too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Chevelle is my dog. She is my homegirl. She is like family to me. Yeah. Um, and I watched that fight and I literally threw, I was so pissed. I talked about that on my show. Um, my very first interview when I just started this show at the beginning of 2023. So the first uh, Tuesday in January is when I started this show. And my first guest was supposed to be the girl that she supposedly got lost to that oh. robbery right um i don't know if you watched that episode but it's a who if you want to laugh your ass off you watch that one um she didn't show up she didn't show up i saw that though i saw the, the but i didn't really see what uh i don't know what happened yeah the girl she agreed to do the interview um and then the day of the interview, when I was literally in the in the room waiting for her to sign on, she sent me a freaking email because I was calling her. I was texting her. I'm like, dude, where are you at? Like, it's like right now. Get on. Like, right. get on. Like, it's live. Like, right I have now. to go live, like right now. And it was my very first show. So mm -hmm. I was like already, you know, I, I had never done it. So I was a little bit nervous. I was already like pumped up, you know, how you are when you're like, the adrenaline is going. And then she's not mm -hmm. here. She's not freaking out because we're late signing on yeah then she emails me that she's not coming and a whole bunch of nasty stuff in this email um yeah you want to get a you want to get a laugh go watch my very first episode that oh, was totally it out. um i went live and I pretty much told her how i felt um, about her not showing up but yeah that's that's neither here nor there but yeah chevelle got robbed in that fight i actually need to text her as soon as we get off here and find out if she ever heard back from the commission she did um contest the fight the decision um yeah, that's good i think the fight it's posted on youtube now if you want to watch it but chevelle won i mean i could have gave the girl you could have gave her maybe two rounds just to be nice okay i actually remember i seen like a little clip i didn't see the fight though i gotta watch it but i saw um chevelle like she just was looking slick from what i remember yeah. seeing like yeah the i girl got didn't to touch her yeah, so, she didn't. She didn't touch her. Um, even the commentators, like commentators, all of them were like, "What the hell just happened?" Like <laughs> on TV, like they were saying this. Um, so yeah, I need to find out if they ever. Yes, she did get robbed, Michael. Or yes, hundred percent got robbed. Yeah, um, I need to actually text her and ask her if she ever heard back because she did contest it and was waiting on a, them to watch it and like hopefully get it overturned. But I, I haven't read anything on it. I need to. I need to actually call her and ask her that and find out. But uh yeah chevelle is my girl uh but yeah she's still fighting That's if great. she can get fights it's just nobody wants to fight her hell no is it over no we're frozen
I'm waiting for it to reload. Yeah, it will. Or at least it has been coming back when it kicks out. Hopefully it does. Bear with me, guys. Hopefully it's just, it's it's been doing that on and off throughout the show. Hopefully it'll come back on. Oh, no. Hopefully she'll get back in. I hope her phone didn't die or something. We'll give it a second and see if she gets back on. I'll send her a message real quick. We'll give it a second, guys, and see if... Um, Maybe she just lost her signal or something and can sign back on. Michael, she did get robbed, though, since we're just waiting. And I haven't, um, she hasn't come back yet. Okay. Well, I don't know if, if her phone died or if, um, she just lost connection, so maybe hopefully she's trying to sign back in. Guess we'll give it a second and see. Um, I need to get a hold of Chevy and find out if she ever heard back from the commission about that fight because she was um, fighting that. Need to find out. Yeah, are you looking into it? Good, good, good. There you are. Did your phone die? Yeah, I was about to say technical difficulties. My bad. Yeah, I was like, well, we're going to wait because maybe her phone just died or something. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Let me know, Michael, when you get it together, when you get it. All right, y'all. Technical difficulties solved, fixed. She's back. Um. <laughs> Oh, come on. Uh, Eric, can you swap our pictures around again? Like put her on the other side for me. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's see where. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, it's Mike now. Well, hello, Mike. Thank you for uh, helping me out there. Appreciate you. Um, and thank you for looking up Chevy's contestant because I would love to know if that ever went through. Um, so on my show, I don't, I don't know if you watched any of them or not, but my show, my, I always have to ask everybody, um, because I feel like the world needs to, to know, especially up and coming fighters about the behind the scenes BS that women have to go through in boxing. Um, I've talked about several of my experiences, not all of them, but you know, several of them. Um, we've all faced like some really shady stuff that's happened or ridiculous crap behind the scenes. Can you, is there anything you can tell us about your career? Have you had to face any of that so far? Say shady stuff behind the scenes? Yeah, like shady stuff or like just stuff that's real BS or like 
stuff that you shouldn't have to go through, but you did because it's female boxing. Because that's like always the one question. The first question all like amateurs always ask me is like, what's it like? Or what can I expect? Or can you be honest with me and tell me like, what's it really like? Or what, what do I need to know? So my first thing always is to tell people about the BS that I've had to go through um, as yeah. a female in the sport and stuff. So like, like stories of stuff that I've had to go through. Just, uh, well, the, a man one, I don't know if it had anything to do with being a female or not, but it could. Um, just, I was like directly told not to talk to any lawyers or anything like that before. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a big one. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a big one. You already knew right there you were going to get screwed over. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. Like, red just, flag, red right. flag. <laughs> like, um, stop sign, reverse. Uh, we're going to not go that way. Yeah, definitely red flag. So stupid. Like, really? You're going to tell me that and then think I'm going to really work with you? Just, uh, <laughs> you're going to need lawyers for, for me. Like, but... foot in mouth. Put your foot in your mouth because you just totally ruined that whole opportunity to work with me today. That just made me go um, alert. Like, right. Like, okay, now I need a lawyer because why would you tell me I don't need a lawyer? <laughs> That's like, yeah, that'd be like the cops saying, you know, did can, can we talk to you without, no, I, no, I want a lawyer, please. Right. Exactly. Oh my God. That's so funny. Um, what advice? Um, just starting out in your career and stuff, and you've had, you know, seven fights under your belt. What, what advice would you give to the young girls out there, um, amateurs or young girls up and coming, starting or thinking about getting into boxing? What would your advice to them be? Now is the time. Come on. It's turning up. You're going to make something of yourself and be treated good along the way. So. If, if y'all actually want to box and just take it seriously, just do everything you can in your power. Be at the gym every day, be the first one there, last one to leave if your schedule allow that. Um, if you're young, don't focus on dating right now because it's just going to distract you. And um, yeah, other than that, sky's the limit. Absolutely. Good advice. Absolutely. Um, is there anything else that you enjoy doing outside of boxing? What do I do? Oh, I fish. I fish nowadays. Man, I want to go fishing so bad. I haven't been fishing in so long. Me and my husband talk about all the time. We ain't been fishing in years. Like, I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that helps clear my mind sometimes when there's a lot going on. I go to the, uh, the, wherever we go at. I've been fishing in Florida sometimes too. Like, it's way, way better fishing down there than, uh, than in Maryland. So, um, I enjoy that or spending time with my family. Like I don't even get to see my family too much because of my training and work yeah. between working and training. I don't have time to do nothing. People call me for a party. I don't go to parties. I don't, I don't do nothing. You won't catch me at that type of stuff because all I'm doing is focusing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. I totally know the feeling. Totally know the feeling. Um, so you mentioned earlier, um, I think it's, you said you have two children. Um, if I'm not mistaken, right. You said two, three, three. Three. Okay. Three. Like me. Three. Should have known better. God, like me. Three. Um, and I think I read, if I'm not mistaken, that they're boxing as well. Is that accurate? Yeah. My middle girl, she's uh she on fire for it. I don't I don't know how far my oldest one take it, but she likes it. She um 
know. She she might just do it recreationally, but my middle girl, she actually always telling me she uh she wants to compete. So probably okay. a better how that goes. Are they pretty young still or are they are they pretty young? Oh, my mom, she's talking about my baby. She, um, yeah, she's uh, real aggressive already, so she might turn into a fighter. Okay, okay. Um, are they all, Are they pretty young still? I know my 11-year-old really wants to start learning. My oldest one, 19-year-old, wanted really nothing to do with fighting or boxing at all. But she grew up in it, like, around it. Um, but she's a total opposite. Like, she has been, like, that's the one I was telling you about. She's been in some fights, at, like, after she graduated high school but never before, like would never fight. Um, wouldn't even defend herself. Like, I'm like, what the hell? Um, now my 11 year old, she's been wanting to for years. Uh, my husband is just like, she's not ready mentally to take it serious yet. He's like, when she gets mentally ready to like focus on training, then we can teach her. But like right now she just wants to do it just to do it. So like we'll mess around with it, but he's, she's not like ready to focus on it yet. Like she's not mentally there yet. Um, but she's way meaner than my first one. Totally different. And then my son, he's, still, he's not even two yet. So, but he hits the bag. He'll hit the bag and the double end bag and stuff all the time. And he hits his sister all the time. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But are you still pretty young? Well, I have an eleven year old too. Um, okay. She's the one that that uh, she just likes to do it just because. She just think it's something fun or something. So she's yeah. just, she's just going for fun. But um, my other daughter's nine, and she actually she she actually be putting the work herself. So yeah, well she can start competing soon, and she could already actually. Um, we had a we had it set up. She was supposed to um fight for her first amateur show. It would have been last year. In like October or November, whenever I was originally supposed to come back um, off of this this layoff, yeah, she was supposed to fight it on. A, it was a pro am show, but that fight fell through. I don't know what the reasons, whatever was going on with that stuff. So neither one of us fought, and I started. I I kind of got away from her actually competing for a little bit because that's when I ran into some yeah. other issues. Got you. Makes sense. Well, that's exciting. So um, we can, I mean, it'll be, year, it'll be years, but Hey, they might, if they take it seriously, they might show on, start showing up in some of the rankings for the amateurs. So everybody can kind of be what be on the watch out for, um, for the little ones coming up. People always ask me that, like, are you going to train any of your kids? Like you need to have your kids fight. You need to do this. And I'm like, my first one wanted absolutely nothing to do with it. My second one wants to, and she is mean. She's got the temperament for it. Um, she's just not really serious enough for it yet. Um, and then my son, he's a baby, so who knows what he's going to do. But I've always said, like, my girls, I don't know if I would want my girls to go through it. I know it's probably better than it was before, but it's not all, like, rainbows and stars and all of that. Like, there's a lot of BS that I went through. Um, yeah. so I'm always like, ah, I don't know if I want my girls to go through that. I would let them if they wanted to, I would never tell them no. Um, mm -hmm. but now obviously if out of the three, obviously I would want my son to do it more so than my daughters because he could actually make money like good money. Um, but we'll see what happens. He's still a baby. He's not even two yet. So we'll see. 
though. Yeah, three girls. Like I told I tell people all the time, like I don't push them to do it. I do push them to learn it for self-defense. Um, and just so that they know how to protect themselves yeah. in, in a scenario. Um, but I don't like push them to compete or push them like, Hey, you're going to be a, you got to be a boxer because I was a boxer. Um, but if I would never tell them no, if that's what they chose to do. So, um, it'll be totally up to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I know you do, you did say too, that you also train people. Um, do you want, can you like, tell us a little bit about your experience with that and what's it like coaching or is it just females or you coach anybody? I haven't coached. Oh, actually, I forgot. I did coach like two females briefly, but um, for the most part, I'm USA boxing certified, so I can train amateurs. I've worked with a lot of amateurs in the past. A lot of little kids in our area like to work with me, but um, I didn't have my own gym, and it was problems coming with that too, and everything, different training styles and. And I'm still focused on my career, so I was like, I just let it go for a little bit. But as far as the amateurs, but I did, I do still train my daughters. But um, as far as the pros, though, uh, I work with pros. I like work at corners and stuff. I hold pads and and different stuff like that. I've been to like, I don't know. You, it, everybody sees me around. I've been to a lot of shows just working the corners. Yeah. I was just in. I was just um, at the the Brandon Figueroa fight where somebody corner on the undercard. Okay, got you. Cool. Um, is there anything else that we did not talk about that you want to talk about or let people know? No, I mean everybody. I just want everybody to know the same thing that I'm I'm coming. I'm here now. I was already here when I debuted, but I'm definitely here now that I'm back. I'm not going nowhere. So okay. anybody weight class or anybody in my way or anything like that or whatever, just be ready when the time comes. She's coming, y'all. Watch out. She's coming <laughs> with vengeance. She's coming for you. Yeah. Um, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can follow your career, where they can find you on social media and all that, like how they can follow you. You can follow me at uh, Destiny Day Owens on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, I believe. I'm not really on Twitter, though. Uh, for the love of boxing on YouTube, and that's it. And you, Lady Tyson, I'm uh, Google Destiny Day Owens also. <laughs> yeah. Yes, y'all. It's always funny. That's the one thing I always laugh about with my 19 year old because uh, she, she'll always tell people. So my husband is is black, so our kids are biracial, obviously. And my oldest daughter. Um, has always had that problem because she would always show people like she would Google my name. And that was like the one like highlight. That's really the only time she ever talks about my career is when oh, she's yeah. like, look, this is my mom. And then everybody always their first response is that's not your mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they do with my kids. They don't believe her. And it's even worse because she's mixed. So I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I gotta bring my daughter over here real quick for this one. You need come here. She, she's popping in anyway. Come here. You need tell her tell her this is unique. Hey, Hi. beautiful. 
I have her birthday tomorrow, my grandbaby. She'll be 12. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. So you need tell me what you was telling me. Uh Oh, so I was saying my my oldest daughter will she would Google me all the time to show like her friends like this is my mom like she's a world champion like this is my mom she's a professional fighter <laughs> blah 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 and even today like just the other day she Googled me and was like oh my mom's in the Hall of Fame blah 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 and they're like that's not your mom random female like I right, just pull some random person off Google. Uh-huh. Yeah. People crazy. Tell them what they, they told you. you. They don't believe you that your mom's a fighter. What they told you about when you pulled up my videos. So at first they did not believe that was her, but some kids did because they're like, I mean, they got the same nose and stuff. I'm yeah. like, okay, go to this page. So I show them a specific page where she points out her children. Her yeah. children's names, and they look. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't believe it. <laughs> that's this, so funny. That's you. That's you right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm -hmm. and they're like, suddenly I don't want to have problems. I'm worn out. Right, <laughs> nobody's gonna mess with you now, right? Because mom's gonna come down. Okay. Yeah, the eighth graders, they be running. They see me coming, they run. <laughs> but you can probably handle your own, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, with my oldest one, like I said, they're 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 mixed. So it's even worse for her because they're like, bro, like that's not your mom. Like she's white. Right. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I'm always just like, so I changed my name like on my social media. Like I hyphened it so that it's my married name which is her last name which makes it a little bit easier oh, plus i'm like you have pictures with us like just show them a freaking actual picture when they say that which usually they end up believing her but it's just funny um that nobody ever believes it but it is what it is um but yeah she just texted literally texted me yesterday or the day before and she's like yeah i just googled you today at work and i showed everybody and that guess what they said and i'm like that's not your mom and she's like yeah <laughs> i was like yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> but so you know the truth. Oh, did we lose her again? Did we lose her again? <sighs> oh my God. Well, I was just gonna thank her for coming on the show and telling her story. I was we're literally at the end. Um I will we'll wait like 30 seconds or so and see if she gets back in if not we'll go ahead and just i'll do my closing um because i was we were finished we'll go ahead and start the closing how about that and if she pops back in i'll thank her um that is gonna wrap up the show for tonight y'all if she pops back oh there she is there she is um technical oh. difficulties today yeah yes. a lot of them no worries <laughs> Um, I actually was, um, that was actually my last question. If you had anything else you wanted to share before we, um, finish it up, but I did want to thank you again for coming on the show, sharing your story with the world. Um, I will definitely be watching you as you progress in your career. Um, keep kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> no, now I don't want to add nothing else. Just, just want everybody to follow me and say that.
All right. Yeah, everybody, make sure you go follow Destiny Day Owens, a.k.a. Lady Tyson, 7-0, four knockouts, fighting next month. Make sure you guys check it out. Uh, I'm sure she'll be posting it on her social media uh, when and where the fight will be. Make sure y'all are going to follow her um, and watch her career. Watch her grow. Watch her Watch her on her jury, journey to world champ, y'all. Um, again, appreciate it. It was a pleasure meeting you, a pleasure sitting down and talking with you. Um, if you ever need anything, just reach out to me. You got my my contact anytime. I'm a, I'm always here to help other fighters. So anything you need or questions, just let me know. All right, appreciate you. Have a great night. Okay, good night. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so so much for joining me tonight on No Punches Pulled with No Mercy. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. Do check out Destiny Day Owen. Um, Please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Share, 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 share. Um, spread the word. Let's get more people in here every week, y'all. Let's grow this audience. Um, spread the word. Um, there is also now a donate button along with the page. It does go directly to me and support of my show if you're feeling generous, but don't feel like you have to. Um, but that, the, big, the biggest thing for me is make sure you're following me, um, sharing with people, um, and commenting if you're here. I love to know you're here. Appreciate you guys all for joining me every week. Um, please make sure you're following me on my social media platforms as well. I have two pages. One is Brooke, no mercy, Deardorf, hashtag Millbrook. And then my podcast page also, no punches pulled with no mercy. That's on all platforms, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, and then I have a YouTube page as well. Um, check them all out, y'all. Appreciate you again for tuning in with me tonight. I will see you all again, same place, same time, next Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the next episode of No Punches Pulled with me, No Mercy. But until then, remember, punch hard because nothing else matters. Have a good one, y'all. <laughs>